Hello and welcome to Is Mania's a podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Omar Lopez, and I'm joined with someone who always stares at me with his big old eyes. Josh Hemo. Woo! It's been a while, but in case you guys forgot, <laughs> we are a podcast and we watch classic SpongeBob episodes and we kind of reminisce and find nice little life lessons. Little nuggets for you guys. Yeah, little delicious nuggets. Uh, we'll take our bubble break to kind of catch you guys up on what's been going on. But uh, I just want to let you know, it was it was a good little vacation, I feel. Maybe a little bit too long of a vacation we took, Josh, but... It's still good. It's still good. Treat yourself. Yeah, so thank you. It's all you. about self-care this self-care. season. Self-care. <laughs> 2019 self-care. Self-care. <laughs> thank right. you guys for coming back, though. Oh, yeah. Yes, if you, if you guys are still back, you know. If not, if you're new, like, welcome. Yeah, welcome to the family. Our small family. Our family of two <laughs> now we got we got some we got some, dedicated we got listeners some out there well anyways we're gonna hop right into this episode this is season two episode one your shoes untied and squid's day off act one your shoes untied so in this episode spongebob basically learns how to tie his shoes when patrick comes over and he's like hey i got new shoes can you tie them for me and he asked for help, and it turns out SpongeBob's had his shoes tied for forever. So once he unties his shoes, kind of screwed himself over. And so he spends the rest of the episode kind of learning how to tie his shoes. Actually, a lot of classic lines for me are in this. I don't know if there are for you. Classic lines and like classic scenes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but one thing that I want to start the discussion off, since we're a little rusty, it's like a more generic question, Josh, and like, I want you to tell me your shoe tying journey or not even like journey, but like, like how do you tie your shoes? Are you do like a, are you bunny ear person? I am a bunny ear type person. He's lying. He's actually wearing sketchers. I see the Velcro right here. No, I'm not even wear shoes. I just wear slippers all the time. Crocs. <laughs> yeah. Crocs. Those are my Crocs. <laughs> um, no, uh, I'm definitely a bunny ear type person. Um, I've had people try to teach me that like trick that it's like, oh, you could save yourself a couple seconds if you Where like you loop do, it. Yeah, around. you do it super fast. But like, what am I really in the grand scheme of things really saving myself time for? Me just to sit in bed watching more Netflix? Yeah, like <laughs> I just imagine like you on your deathbed, like your family comes in and then you'll have that like extra second before like you see me strangle you. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas like, if I didn't, if you I'll just didn't, be dead. you would have been dead before I got there. So I think I'm doing myself a favor by <laughs> spending this extra time, time, you know. Maybe not me a favor though. Not no, me. no. How about you? How do you? How oh, you so my journey was. Do wait? Do you still do bunny ears? Is my question. Uh, I do. Yeah. Okay, so I used to be a bunny ears person for the longest time, and then I would always get for it because people would be like, "Oh yeah, you gotta, you like do it the other way where you loop it around and like." You know, I, I don't know. I've learned that way now, and it seems a little bit better. But what I do now is this technique I learned off YouTube, and it allows me to just, like, get my shoelaces tied in, like, the blink of an eye. It's, like, crazy. That's probably the same technique people have been trying to show me, and I no, don't understand. definitely not. You don't think it is? Definitely not. I know, like, zero people who know how to do this, except for that YouTube video that okay. I saw. <laughs> and, like, the two people I've taught how to do it, and I'm sure they don't do that at all. But for me, it's like, this is nice. It's like the quickest way to to, to take care of it. To get my shoe tied? 
And it just, it stops the people from being like, this is how you do it with bunny ears and stuff like that. But yeah. So let's bring up the fact that SpongeBob has had shoes since he was like... Out of the womb. A literal, well, there, I actually got really curious about this and Googled how what a baby sea sponge looks yeah. like. And it turns out that baby sea sponges do actually kind of look like a little like amoeba-like oh. thing. So it wasn't that far off, which makes sense because, you know... Creator um, was a marine biologist. Exactly. So <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of nice that it's actually accurate. Yeah. But I did learn a lot about like the sexuality of sponges and how they they can reproduce asexually and sexually. But the thing is, even that sounds sexually, like a wonderful journey. Even wow. sexually, sponges don't move, so they like re- reproduce sexually with themselves. Is what I understood. It's really confusing <laughs> because asexually they can literally just like split like split into another thing yeah but like sexually what they do is like this weird well, well they still like kind of do like the whole sperm and egg situation but it's like basically within the confines of their body is what i understood it's because weird. once a sea sponge is an adult it does not move it just stays there huh. forever can relate yeah so this, <laughs> this episode kind of sent me on a spiral uh, <laughs> but uh but yeah i just thought it was Really weird. That he like has, just had shoes the entire time. Yeah. Imagine if you were born with shoes. Yeah, it'd be kind of crazy. I feel bad for my mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely a lot more C-section babies. I bet. One hundred percent. People came out wearing shoes. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, imagine if you were stuck with only one pair of shoes the entire time. I feel like that's not a. I guess that's not true. I was gonna say maybe uh, shoe fashion isn't a big thing in Bikini Bottom, but like we already seen that with the. Um, boots what were they snail or the oh, flipper slippers flipper slippers like people actually care about what they're wearing so they do they do so yeah back to the iconic scenes well, before we went on that uh that A little tangent <laughs> that's tangent <laughs> about a uh, sponge reproduction <laughs> so the very classic gary walks in on SpongeBob. spongebob watching what is assumed to be porn which again one of those adult jokes that just flew by like flies by you as a kid like you still get it as a kid you're like oh he's not supposed to be watching that but you don't know why yeah he's not supposed to be watching that and apparently in certain countries they actually cut that part out oh really because it implies oh. that he is watching pornography oh yeah so not here in america not here in america can't we're show a nipple perverts. but <laughs> <laughs> we're a bunch of perverts where we get real turned on by a nipple but yeah. not turned on by anemones dancing it's fine <laughs> um but that kind of brought up a whole question for me too is just like even though we find out later in the episode that he uh, he's been born with shoes and that's why he can't tie his shoes, I'm wondering like his like lapse in memory and not being able to remember was like a sexual frustrated thing and it was distracting him the entire time throughout the episode because <laughs> he he didn't uh, he wasn't able to choke his chicken choke his chicken <laughs> spank the monkey spank his there's sponge. other euphemi- euphemisms <laughs> other euphemisms for that stuff but. Uh... But yeah, that but that's could like, be it. It's like what, because it kind of leads into the question, like what makes you forget simple tasks like that? Because I know sometimes like I'll just like wake up or I'm just like walking around and doing stuff. I was like, how do I <laughs> do this very simple thing? Like, how do I cook this again? Or like, how am I supposed to clean this? Or how do I like find the, or pay my bills? <laughs> well, that was me the other day where like, I mean, even for this podcast, it's been a little while and I was telling Josh, I was like, I don't even know if I remember how to post these things yeah. anymore. I was like, I know I got to go to the website somewhere and do some stuff, but I'm going to relearn that. But yeah. the thing is, I used to be doing that every every week. So yeah, that's just, that's the thing is, just like I was trying to like give an excuse for SpongeBob for like giving distracted, but you know, then they explained that he was born with shoes and that like 
derails that whole thing. Yeah. So it's fine. Throws out that whole theory. I like how he's like trying to make uh, unofficial rules for Patrick on how to tie shoes. And he's mm-hmm. like, you always start on your right foot. And it just reminded me of the bubble episode where he's like, you know, trying to, he's like, oh, like stop on your right foot. Don't forget it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, how, if I would come up with some official, unofficial shoe tying things, I don't think starting on a certain foot would be one of them. No, absolutely not. I, but I think that just kind of leads into like the little lesson I got for this episode was like, when you ask people who aren't kind of qualified or people who like aren't the right type of person to ask for help, sometimes like they will come up with some bull crap like that. They're like, you know, you're supposed to do it this way and this because they just want to seem smart. And I think that in that case, that's kind of what SpongeBob wanted to do. And that's what this whole episode, he was trying to not seem like an idiot by not knowing how to tie a shoe. So instead he goes through the entire episode tripping all over himself, like not being able to cook the patty and like basically having a mental breakdown. Yeah. And then like a couple with that, the lesson I kind of got from that was like, don't give help that you're not qualified to kind of give. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, I'm sure he thought that he could, but I mean, he could have thought of it a little bit longer when he was like, Oh, let me show you how to tie your shoes before he started shaming Patrick for tying his shoes. Or gone on the adventure with Patrick to figure it out. Yeah, exactly. Um, One of my favorite moments when you're talking about him flying around and doing all that stuff is when He's in the kitchen and he's just force feeding all these Krabby Patties to Squidward because he can't tie his shoes. And then just the fact that Squidward was just like, where he's like, well, why don't you come and get it? Well, SpongeBob says, oh, why don't you just come and get this patty? And Squidward's just like, yeah, why don't I wear, like, basically, why don't I do your why job? Why don't I too? wear square pants? <laughs> and like, do all this other yeah. stuff. And like, Living I've definitely been in a work environment where it's like, well, can you just do it this way? And I'm like, well, why don't I also do this and do that and do all this other stuff? So I do appreciate the pettiness of Squidward sometimes. I do relate to his pettiness a lot. <laughs> also, I brought up the question is like, he was just like, why don't you stand in the unemployment line? And it makes me think there's an unemployment line in Bikini Bottom. I guess so. So that's like another like little like sideline of uh, Bikini Bottom economy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's also funny because during that part where he's feeding or he ends up like stuffing Squidward with all those patties but Squidward's like I think my heart stopped but that's the second time that we know of like it hasn't happened yet uh as we haven't covered that episode but that Squidward gets super big off eating Krabby Patties exactly and then also you would assume that this episode comes after that one because he's already tried it he's already tried it yeah eating one so Josh I want to ask you about so Spongebob gets frustrated he goes out in the middle of the desert and he's like can anyone show me how to like tie a knot and the Dutchman comes in as a theater kid who went through a lot of theater things, how many of those knots do you know, huh? How many poop loops can you make? <laughs> poop loops? I could do a square knot, but that was definitely not a square knot that he showed. No, that was not a square <laughs> knot. And also, because a square knot is technically a shoelace knot, right? Kind of, yeah. It's pretty way. close to one. Yeah. Um, also, the monkey's paw is technically another one I, I found out. Monkey paw. The What was it? Monkey rope, monkey paw. And, and then, then the, the monkey. monkey. And then the monkey was like sentient. Yeah. This is like crazy how many different names for knots are out there. Because I was thinking about it. There's some crazy names for knots. That and like, it's like there's knots that are like the same knot, but there's just like four names for it. And so like me, like I learned a little bit of like knots and then you're like try them. And then someone's like, oh, you're doing this knot. And I'm like, oh, I thought it was this knot. And they're like, no, it's called this. And it's always like someone who's like It's insert different name for a hitch here. Yeah. Ex- a- <laughs> yeah. Some of the best advice I got though. <laughs> uh, was from a friend while we were hanging some moving lights uh, in college 
and then the people were talking about doing knots and they said at a summer stock they were told that if you don't know a knot you just tie a lot so <laughs> i don't guys, think that's 100 percent safe the best advice that's, that's the from worst a technical advice. director and if you're listening you know who you are <laughs> yikes double yikes but like speaking of the fine dutchman one of the funniest things i saw in this episode is when he's like you know i, I haven't worn shoes in forever because i'm a ghost but I do kind of like to put this sock on my ghostly tail every once in a while. So it kind of made me wonder, like, if you were a ghost, Omar, what would be, like, the human thing that you would miss most about? Could I still use it? Like, he, because he uses that sock every now and then. Like, I guess, I... like, you would try to use it. Yeah, he doesn't need to use it. There's no reason he has a sock on that tail. But... Anything dairy? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> no, anything dairy. That's uh, what anything... it's going to be. Oh, I thought, yeah. Anything dairy. Anything dairy? Okay. Yeah. So that way I can be, like, I don't know. Do you think you'd still get some mad ghost poops if you tried something dairy? Oh, I mean, I wouldn't have a stomach, technically. Could I taste it? That might have been a dumb one. Oh, man. See, it's hard. Can I redo it? Like, maybe a switch. <laughs> I like my switch now. I got a switch for Christmas. Um, I don't know. What about you? Do you have anything? I always wonder, like, I don't know. Maybe I would miss wearing socks or, like, underwear. You wouldn't be cold, though, is my question. But would, that's, would like, it's, I don't think it's about being cold. It's about, like, the comfort of having them i guess i don't really like wearing socks now so probably not that maybe like a having pokemon, a blanket my pokemon cards definitely a blanket i think would be it like trying to like you don't sleep as it goes but just like having a blanket is pretty dope sometimes why that's like such a useless thing to have so i was having a sock you don't need anything as a ghost that's the thing you don't need anything as a ghost but like i figure you pick something like entertaining mm. Mancala or something. <laughs> something to pass my, the time. My go-to Mancala. Mancala. Oh, fun facts before we forget. Um, this is the actually this is the first episode. Okay, this blew my mind, Josh. Oh. You can't judge me too much. Do you know the name of the pirate in the very beginning that is the painting for like the intro? Patchy the pirate? No, no. Patchy is oh, is the is, is the actual the human, the human version. I always thought that the painting was based off of him. No, nope. oh, I don't know. So I was going through the, the, you know, the wiki, and then I saw that this is the first episode, and here's the name, Painty the pirate. Wow, appears outside of the series theme song. Wow, and I like exploded my brain, and then I had to pick off my brain off the wall, and I put it back in my body. <laughs> To realize that I had no idea that the person that that person was that one an actual character, not just like the theme person, but also had a name called Painty the Pirate. How original! Which like, is actually a pretty good name. Yeah, I'm Painty the Pirate. This is also the second episode to end uh, with a song completely because it just ends with that loop de loop and pull song, and then the first one is, was Help Wanted, and then Patrick Shoes appeared to be Navy Blue High Top Converse All Stars. So if you guys are trying to steal that look. Patrick Starr look. Get some shoes on your hands. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. It's the first time you've seen Gary with his record yeah. player. And also that he has and shoes. And Gary wears shoes. Yeah. It's a, it's a crazy yeah. conundrum that you're bringing up. I do love that song, though. Loop de loop and pool. It still gets stuck in my head sometimes when I think about it. It's very, very, very catchy. Very catchy. Make a loop de loop and pool. And your shoes are, but like it doesn't. Like if I had no idea how to tie shoes, I don't think it would teach me how to tie shoes. Absolutely, not. I've tried to follow it, and it's just a disaster. You're just like okay, like lace in each hand, over and under again, loop de loop and pull. Like I don't get it. it means it's nothing. A, I don't learn anything from that that song. Absolutely not. You just end up with a jumble of laces in your hand. Okay, Omar. So this is our first bubble break of season two. Are you excited? 
I mean, you sound excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited actually. Um, I'm just excited to get back in the swing of things. Like, I've been very, very lazy. Um, I kind of like in our little break that we took, kind of like, you know how you have a lot of exciting to do in the day, but like the bed is really toasty and warm. Yeah. So you never leave it. So I never leave it. That's kind of what happened. Like, it's not that I don't like doing the podcast. I love doing the podcast, but like relaxing and being a procrastinator is something I will always struggle with. And that will always be comforting instead of doing being productive. Yeah. That's I, fair. I think it's, um, there's actually a, a word for it. I think it's called depression. Oh, good. Yeah. Great. Depress a depressive episode. <laughs> so that's what we're kind of talking about during this bubble break, where we're at and where we're headed in season two, you know? Yeah. And if you're new here, you can get an idea of like who we are a little bit and uh, what to expect. Yeah. So definitely uh, if you're a longtime fan, um, you're going to notice that these episodes are going to be a lot shorter hopefully than the other ones we were they're kind of getting kind of long we were we kind of sat down talked with a couple trusted to the people (laughs) we listened to the people that's you i think (laughs) and the aliens that help us too and the voices in my head (laughs) exactly so we listened to you guys and we just really um we're gonna cut down on the synopsis a lot because one to tell you the truth josh and i had a hard time reading them a lot it was like it's just a lot to do and actually makes it easier to do the episode when we just watch the episode and we don't have to like summarize the entire thing and get actual content too because i get because listening to you guys if you guys are listening to us you're either a listening to us because you know who we are and you're our friends hopefully and like you're listening to us or, talk, or our enemies or our enemies uh, or b you know spongebob and like so if we're going into these huge detailed synopsises about spongebob these episodes you probably already know so a couple little taglines and the little funny bits that we mentioned and stuff hopefully is enough for you guys to remember what we're talking about and if not like it'll give you enough information to jump back and kind of watch the episode if you want and then if you're new to spongebob i think this is actually a good excuse to watch it so we kind of you kind of understand what we're saying yeah if you if there's things that you are like wow that's like a weird thing that happened like that whole episode is not having your shoes tied like how can that be compelling and then you watch the whole thing you're like oh i get why it's compelling now and there's like so many little jokes there that you guys mentioned or stuff like that you know um, but other than that, like life's been pretty consistent, just pretty consistent. working, yeah. filming. Did you do things. anything crazy in the last like? Because we stopped recording back in November, right? Yeah. So did you do anything since then? Um, I climbed Mount Everest. Yeah. Um, broke your leg. Yeah, broke my leg. That's why I said the bed was so warm because I was just there. No. <laughs> um, I just just hung out with fam. Um, tagged along with my wonderful girlfriend to the opening of Hamilton, Puerto Rico. Uh, uh, um, the intern yeah, the, the intern. I interned at Hamilton Puerto Rico no. uh, I just tagged along and then now I really really miss the warm warm weather of Puerto Rico it's like a casual what negative four here yeah, sometimes yeah soup sketch yeah whereas like Puerto Rico was like 70 degrees every day yeah mm. great yeah whatever I'm not sad about it how about your life Josh Let's <laughs> talk about yours um, did some more traveling for work I went to Florida for a little bit to work on a show at Florida State there um, and I also got the opportunity to go to Disney World for free. Um, shout out to uh, a couple friends there, Erica and Carlos. Woo woo. Uh, I think Carlos has a podcast now, so maybe if you guys know Carlos Sanchez, like check him out. He's uh, doing pretty good. Uh, both of them who work at Disney World um, got me in and got like a really great experience being there. Um, but I did that and then was home for a bit and got a puppy, which is pretty cool for my mom. 
Yeah. Um, and now I'm back freezing every orifice of my body off here. Yeah, but at least now you're like, you said I'm back. Like I'm back home, man. You're back in New York. New York is your your stomping ground now. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of what's been going on for us. So we're gonna just go ahead and go to Act Two. Yeah. Act Two is Squid's Day Off. Uh, so this one, Mr. Krabs ends up having to go to the hospital, and he puts Squidward in charge. And so Squidward takes advantage of this and puts SpongeBob in charge so he can go have a day off. But instead of being able to relax, he spends the entire day worrying if SpongeBob's going to burn down or destroy the Krusty Krab. And so he ends up this big nervous wreck by the end of the episode. It's kind of funny watching his journey. And like, I have to say, one of my, my some of my favorite Squidward faces are from this episode. Oh, yeah. Like the deflated, like the deflated, the it's deflated nightmare fuel, but it's so good. And then, like, when he's going literally insane, he's just like his eyes all bulgy, oh, his yeah. skin's all destroyed, and his like face is all distorted. Like, it's great. I love it. I love how he says, like, Oh, you're losing your, your bluish glow, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he looks and at me, like, he's like, Squid, you're losing your bluish glow. Yeah, it's he definitely loses it mm-hmm. during the whole thing. He's like a gray mess by the end of it. But I also like how like in this episode we follow like someone actually having like a nervous breakdown. Like he like starts losing, he starts seeing shit. he like gets uh paranoid. It, it's kind of crazy, you know. It is pretty 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 intense yeah. how like his psychosis goes. Um, it starts off so simple too. He's just like, "Oh, SpongeBob doesn't know how to give change." I mean, he just thinks SpongeBob's dumb, but he SpongeBob shows he can. But by the end of the episode, he's like thinking that SpongeBob's like following him home through the bathtub, and the drains in his bathtub, and all this other crazy stuff. It's it's so wild to watch that. I also liked how these two uh, acts were paired together because, uh, you know, Act One, Squidward makes like the remark about like, you know, doing SpongeBob's job and living SpongeBob's life, basically. But then. In this one, SpongeBob is literally wearing two hats because he's also doing Squidward's job. Yeah. Which but he it's loves. Fu- and it's funny you bring that up too, because by the end of the episode, um Squid because Squidward runs over the Krusty Krab straight out of the bath and is naked. Um, he is wearing Sponge SpongeBob Square Pants. Yeah. Which is something he referred to in the first part of the act one. Which is like that's again, just like a weird That's good. I don't writing, know if that was know. intentional, but I think that was that's hopefully good writing. <laughs> yeah, it's hopefully good writing. Um but that moment where he SpongeBob gets the two hats, like I really love it because, um, I'm sure you guys are all familiar with the SpongeBob meme where he's like, "This is the best day of my," and then like they people usually edit like something random that happens after that. But this is another time where I've heard SpongeBob say, "This is the best day of my life." But at this time, it's the most wholesome thing I've ever heard. He's like, "This is the best day of my life." He like legitimately 100% feels that emotion and. Shout out to Tom Kenny because he really sold it on that one little line, even though it was so quick. And I think you just pass over it so quickly. But yeah. Also, Squidward can weld. He was fixing that door. Yeah. Um, Squidward got some talent. Although I did read on the wiki that technically that's a blowtorch, not an arc welder. So you can't really weld. And he was, I think, also welding wood, which, you know. Maybe it comes from his artistic stuff, though. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. Um, While we're on the topic of the wiki, here are some fun facts. Um, and I'm going to save this last one because it's kind of like a I want us to chew on it for a little bit chew so the it. title is a parody from the film uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off which if you're familiar with that movie kind of makes sense also in other episodes including the one where they go to the future and the Krusty Krab training video which we haven't seen yet Krusty Krab is said to be closed on Sundays but on this episode it's open so this might be the reason why Krusty Krab is closed on Sundays 
because no one comes, even though technically it's because the signs had closed. Closed the entire time. Um, but the thing that I really wanted to mention, it says, Squidward says, um, you're in our thoughts while Mr. Krabs is on the way to the hospital because Mr. Krabs loses his arms as like an alternative version of saying you're, you're in our prayers. Do you think that was just the writers just being like, eh, we were trying to keep it, you know, not religious? Or do you think Squidward is an atheist? That's a good question. I don't know. That's like one thing that I've noticed um, in SpongeBob in general that they don't really touch on religion too much. I mean, I guess Poseidon's a god, but they don't know when, like, I guess they do say praise Poseidon, but maybe that's just because he's like. It's more like a danger thing. A danger thing. Like a dictator, like, oh, yay, this person. But I can see Squidward being an atheist. I can see that. That's that's why I wanted to bring it up because not because, like, I'm trying, again, not trying to project our adult themes on this child show kind of am but um it is interesting to think of squidward as like like an atheist yeah like in within the context of everything yeah i don't know i think squidward gets screwed over a lot (laughs) so i think maybe like in a sad way it's hard for him to (laughs) to believe in something something. that is constantly punished i think it's like a cosmic thing for him too i mean the episode begins with him being called a poor the narrator calling him a poor slob and every t- every time we see someone like defacing the Krusty Krab with like graffiti, it's always about Squidward being a loser or something. So it's just like the whole universe is out to get Squidward. So yeah. I mean, that would be a, it's a pretty good argument. That might be another one of our running theories. Um, let's address the fact that Mr. Krabs freaks out over some money hitting the floor, but he also he pushes. SpongeBob, oh no, he's pushing Squidward out of the way and he's like, get away, barbarian. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, my, my nice clean money is soiled. And first of all, money is some of the dirtiest things you can ever touch. Next to anything on the subway. Yeah, next to anything <laughs> on the subway, yeah. Um, <laughs> and he's just like washing it. First of all, why are you washing? Wash like, your money. Especially over the kitchen sink. Like, So in like commercial kitchens, the drains are even wider. Yeah. So like you can't, Get them. Also, I'm pretty sure that if you drop ever some ever drop something in the sink, you can easily unhook it from the bottom and get it in that little U bend. I think that's why it's there. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I'm not a plumber, but I'm pretty sure. I'm not that's a plumber, why it's there. but I think that's it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's why it's there. But, uh, but not everyone's dimes are sentient like that. That was a sentient dime that jumped itself. That's into true. The... Man. He was just trying to save its life. Yeah. <laughs> in that case, the ambulance should have taken the dime too. <laughs> <laughs> the dime wanted to jump in. Let it live its life. It did, it did like a little wink. It was like, I'm running away. It was pulling a Finding Nemo. It was trying to get out of there. But this has happened before because they said not again. So obviously Mr. Krabs has not learned his lesson when this happens. I mean, when he saw Squidward running naked, he legitimately was like his arms just fell off again. So it probably happens a lot. It's a stress. Yeah. It's a lot a lot of stress. I mean, it doesn't help they keep all that heavy crap on top of on that shelf. Like, why? Why do they have any of that? Up That's there? actually one of my small lessons. So my one of my small lessons is don't store heavy object up high. Which is funny because in my high school, our our theater, we didn't store like the heavy stuff, but we did store flats on our grid. I think a lot of high schools do that. Because, I mean, <laughs> it's a space thing. But it is one of those things where it's like, it's kind of an unsafe place to have heavy things. Yeah. But, I mean, grids are pretty safe usually. I mean, I guess to be fair, like a lot of like Broadway theaters like fly their genies and big equipment up like in line sets behind the set because there's no room anywhere. 
That's just nuts. Wouldn't that be scary just to look up and just see a genie and you're just like, oh, this is fine. What's a genie for those people who are ignorant? It's a lift. It's an ele- like one of those electric lifts that oh, you see. People. I said ignorant like in a really mean way. I did those not mean ignorant. that way. I meant like not. People who don't know any better. Yeah. That's fine. I, and it's like I use that term like everyone knows. And to be fair, like when I was back home, I used a genie and my sister had never seen one. And she's like, I can't believe that you would be in a lift like that. I was yeah. like, oh, I do this all the time. It's one of the, do you, were you one of those? Cause there's like different kind. There's the kind that are like are whole platforms or do you use usually just, just like, like those straight stick looking Just the straight ones? sticks, like with a little basket for that wiggle more than the ones that are platforms. <laughs> the ones that were platforms, one time I was doing one and I never known until this moment where I had to like try to help black out these windows that those platforms slide out. Yeah. So you can do that. And let me tell you, everything in my brain is like, this is a safe thing. But everything in my soul was like, I'm going to die. This is how I die. Because this thing will lean over. Because it was like extended full height for this gymnasium. I was supposed to black out the windows. (laughs) And thank the Lord for Jacob Gonzalez. I don't know if he even listens to the podcast. But I remember he showed up and I was like, can you do this? Because I don't want to do this. (laughs) It's stressing me out. I guess it leads into like other little lessons I got for this episode. Um, It was like learning to delegate a little bit and being able to trust people when you're delegating. That's the thing with Squidward. Like, he didn't even trust SpongeBob to make change. I mean, I don't think SpongeBob's a complete idiot. I think he's shown in the past that he is pretty competent, you know. And I think maybe it gets really easy to stress about someone else taking over for you. But most of the time, they can handle it pretty well. Most people are capable. Yeah, I kind of liken it to, like, a like a parent teaching, like, a kid something or, yeah. like, leaving them alone for the first time. It's like, yeah, you're paranoid that your kid's going to, like burn down the house but like if you've raised them well which most people have you can kind of get away with it yeah but also one thing that i'm glad that you kind of mentioned it's great to see how squidward has like this uh imaginary scenario where like spongebob just gives patrick all the change in the drawer and just how squidward sees spongebob yeah we do get a like good look at how stupid he thinks spongebob is yeah yeah, it's just like it's it's pretty bad. It's yeah. like he thinks he's really really dumb. Yeah. And Patrick, I would kind of see closer why you would think he's that dumb, but like not SpongeBob. When he tests them on the whole quarters thing, he's like, "I know all this change." Mm-hmm. And now you ask people now and even when I was a cashier once, like I cannot figure out change. People will oh. give you that weird stuff. They're like, "Here's a here's a nickel. I deserve like 50 cents." Mm-hmm. Cuz they're trying to even things out. But you've already put everything in the register and you're like, I don't don't know why. Yeah. I definitely run into that a couple of times. You're just like trying to help out the person. And you're just like, here's a penny so you don't have to give me the extra, like whatever back. And they just kind of stare at it for a bit. And you're like, great. And you <laughs> don't like, want to give them like, just give me this change back because you feel like a jerk. But but it, like, not also, also that, like, I don't trust people a lot. So I don't want to be like, they were always like older people. They're like, yeah, just give me 40 cents back. And I was like computing computing <laughs> figure this out and then they're like it's just 40 cents just give it back and i'm like if my drawer is short at the end of the day it'll be because of this <laughs> you're like this, great <laughs> this old man telling me this is how my change is supposed to be because they've done arithmetic like this their entire lives whatever math is hard math is hard but it's a beautiful thing um for some people i do think that it's funny in this episode when squidward's running throughout the town after taking a bath like the only thing he has covering his uh his junk i guess are just bubbles but everyone's reacting like it's so crazy to see a naked dude running through town. But I don't know how many episodes we've seen of SpongeBob and Patrick. And also the fact that Squidward doesn't wear pants. Yeah. 999999 percent of the time. I'm sure there's one time where he's wore pants. 
Um, Maybe, I mean, he must wear like those skin tights that we talked about. Yeah, that oh, are the, the same color. Tights. Yeah. Um, but SpongeBob's been naked. People kind of freak out. I don't know. Maybe it's because people like SpongeBob. Yeah. Maybe he got a big D. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> he got a big D. Um, I have a question for you, Omar. Yes. Um, Mr. Krabs brings it up. He says, um, I can think of 10 good reasons to never let go of a dime. Can you think of two good reasons to never let go of a dime? Because I tried. I can't think. Like, dimes to me don't matter that much. <laughs> Look at here. We got someone. Do you own AirPods too, Rich? Oh, wow. <laughs> Jesus. Also, I don't get the deal with AirPods. They always say they're so expensive, but Beats are more expensive, and I see more people it's walking like around with Beats. 100 something. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty. It's cheaper than the Beats yeah. that other people have. But, anyways, I don't know. I can't think of really two. Two reasons to have a dime. Like I feel like a quarter is so much more important than a dime. I, I can like, come up with ten reasons for a quarter, not for a dime. I feel like pennies, dimes, and nickels, anything under a quarter should just not exist anymore. Right. Like, just round up. Round up or round down. <laughs> Ideally round down. And then whatever you do with like because I think Canada no longer has like their Change. penny or whatever or yeah. something like that. I think there's a lot of countries that don't have change. Because, like, it tastes more to manufacture all that than it costs, that actually cost more. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. So, like, stick with paper money and, like, quarters. Definitely. So I can still do my laundry. Definitely you know? makes, doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. I don't get it. But, <laughs> but I, I'm also not a cheapskate like crab. So I guess that's why I couldn't think of anything. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm, I'm definitely one of those people, like, if I see a penny, I'll pick it up because it's like good luck. If I see money, I'll pick it do you up. You pick it up if it's heads up. Or tails up. Always heads up. Yeah. Okay, good. I saw someone just straight up pick up a penny. Okay. And I looked at them and I was like, was that heads up? And they were like, no. And I was like, it's not good luck if, if it's tails up. And they did not care. And I was like, you are rolling the dice, my friend. <laughs> rolling the dice. I don't like that at all. But no, like two reasons I can't think of them. Like yeah. other than like I need this 10 cents for something very specific. Like, oh, I was about to give 10 cents to... The mis- this McDonald's person to like give me my change back and now I don't have enough money for like my McNuggets you know what I'm saying <laughs> then that's a dire situation that's one reason if you're about to pay for something but other than that definitely see, not second reason if it you gotta have those chiclets <laughs> <laughs> they don't even sell chiclets for 10 cents anymore like you know remember those bazooka gums that were like rock hard they were like 10 cents that you can get at like yeah. a gas station they were cheaper yeah. they were like a nickel you could got two for a dime. Yeah. So there we go. If you're buying bazooka bubble gum. If you're like back in like the 1990s. Yeah. Because <laughs> I doubt it's the same price. If you're buying bazooka bubble gum in the 90s or you're paying for something very specific with the exact change and that's all you have. Yeah. Two two reasons for you, Josh. What <laughs> about you. you? That's it. I can't think of anything. Well, there you go. You can use mine. Okay, great. I'll use that. Maybe if there's like a 1950s like diner pop-up that pops up that has the prices of stuff back then. I could probably use a dime then for a couple of things, but like how often does that happen? <laughs> I think I'd rather pay more expensive. I don't want to pay 10 cents for like hamburger meat. That yeah. Right. Me <laughs> Time for the big old lesson. All right, Josh, Our let's see if you lesson. still got it. Okay. Go for it. All right. I think this definitely applies to both episodes and a little bit to our break that we had is uh, don't put off your responsibilities until they become like this huge giant problem. Um, <laughs> oh, so our actual break, not our yeah, no, no, break, no, like, like our, our actual, our actual, break. yeah, our actual lives, <laughs> um, which it didn't become for the podcast for us. But let's look at what happened to them. Like in the first one, I think in the first act, SpongeBob put off the the whole like 
just asking for help, like the responsibility of having your shoes tied and it became this huge problem. You couldn't even work. And then you, at some point you couldn't even function, right? And I think that's like plays into the fact like don't put out the responsibility. And the same thing with Squidward. His responsibility was to take care of the Krusty Krab while Mr. Krabs was away. Instead, he gave it to, to SpongeBob and it just led to him having this huge nervous breakdown, which is, you know, great. Yeah, it was so, a lot of a lot of guilt inside Squidward. Yeah. And like more like guilty of being caught, which I think is different. Like we didn't really address it, but like I think it's different when you're like, I'm afraid I'm going to get caught and different than like. I'm a f- I feel bad about what I'm doing. Yeah. And it can just tear you apart, man. It can. You know, and as we saw, apart. your face just deflates. Yeah. You just <laughs> deflate into nothingness. That's what I got. Yeah. I mean, it's just like you make sure that you, if you have some sort of responsibilities or you know that you have something that you need to get done, um, you know, don't put it off. You yeah. know, it just becomes a bigger problem in the end. And if it's something like SpongeBob, like if it's, a, if, if it's a responsibility that you actually need help with, then ask for help. I saw you eyeing my three hard disks that I have to like clean out. He, oh yeah. Josh is like slowly giving me like all these subtle jabs today. You know, he's like looking around my apartment. He's like all these responsibilities that there's just, there's just uh, Omar socks Lopez, everywhere, guys. Just so- socks a mound everywhere. of socks and leftover China. But it food. smells fresh. So yeah, it's because the candle, <laughs> that's a pro tip for you guys. Like heading home, like just Use light a candle. a candle and people will think you cleaned. Um. Anyways, my big lesson, my, Relates kind of your, to yours, but it's sometimes it takes more effort to lie than to tell the truth. Okay. Which I feel like happens a lot when you like procrastinate or do anything like that. It takes more effort to like build up this huge giant lie and like keep it going than to just admit whatever it's happening or, you know, you see it with SpongeBob in the beginning with the whole shoelace thing and you see it with Squidward. He's like, he's like, oh, I'm like on these... I'm doing boss things. Like I'm running these errands and SpongeBob, you know, eats it up because he's really gullible, but he trusts Squidward. And I feel like with a lot of those lies, they build up, they build up, they build up. And it just, it's so much effort. Yeah. And then I've known people where they like tell like a little white lie or they tell an overly complicated lie and it just, they get caught eventually because they forget. Well, you can see right through that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think everyone can, but I feel like, um, if you're not SpongeBob. No, but I like not only that, it's like when if when they don't figure it out, I think after a while, like you just forget about all the details of the lie you give. So mm-hmm. like if you're like, Oh yeah, I went eating with so and so and then like two years later and they're like, Oh yeah, it was that day where you went eating with so and so and you're like, I never went eating with so and so and then you just outed yourself. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So I keep your lies in check. It's a bonus lesson. Good, good, good. <laughs> All right, so thank you for listening to this week's episode. We are going to get back on our hopefully weekly schedule. We're recording two today, so that way we can... I'm going to get my wisdom teeth out. It's going to suck. But anyways, That might be fun, though, is to have you record while you are loopy on, a on pain whatever meds. pain med they gave me on. Yeah. But we'll find out. So just we'll keep see. listening yeah. uh, every week, and maybe you guys will hear me all loopy on pain meds as I'm trying to dissect the intricacies of spongebob it might be really brilliant or just a, a big old mess. a blabbering mess well if you stay tuned <laughs> if you stay tuned you'll be able to find out um if you want to send us anything like suggestions or comments you can always reach us on our website is podcast.com or our email is podcast at gmail.com you can follow us on facebook insta and twitter we're going to be back to our usual wednesday posting yeah, schedule probably um but yeah 
other things, be sure to like and share with your friends. If you are on Android or you have friends that are on Android and they're looking for a podcasting app, Stitcher, we're still on there. That's kind of like our favorite one from the Android stuff. And then Apple Podcasts. Leave comments, questions, um, reviews, constructive yeah. criticism. Because we actually listen to it. This, we do. This episode is a product of us talking to people like you. Yeah. So thank you guys. And welcome if you're a first time listener. And welcome back if you've been here before. Yeah. Oh, before we leave, uh, let us ask you one very important question. Have, Have you, you finished, finished those, those errands? errands?